0: Chapter 56 Benjamin Van Holstrom There was knowing you were the cutest living thing in the world, and then there was the added caveat of having trophies that said as much. He was such a scamp, such a little show pony. His little paws slapped against the polished wood floor as he trotted down the hallway. His leash was never taut or loose. He stayed a consistent distance, regardless of the speed his owner was walking. Being a world champion was not just a title, it was a privilege, and he had to convey that prestige whether he was on the competition floor or in public. Years of training had turned him into a well-oiled machine. Some might say it was torture, but it wasn't to him. He loved it. Every muscle in his body was finely tuned, and his tri-colored coat shined like the hair in a Brad Green shampoo commercial. Being a wire fox terrier did have its limitations, his size and stature weren't very formidable, and his bark was more cute than terrifying, but he had agility and grace, all the hallmarks of a world champion. His aging owner's retirement had changed everything. The private walks at the running track with his pack had now become a walk around the block, just him and the owner. Calling them a pack was a stretch. With names like Penelope, Tigwell, and Benjamin, they weren't exactly roaming the frontier hunting for dinner. The others had been formidable competitors, but had never risen to the heights of a back-to-back world champion like Benjamin, so the owner had sold Penelope and Tigwell but kept him, her prized possession, Benjamin Van Holstrom. The elevator doors opened to reveal the hallway that led to the lobby, and he waited for his owner to make a step before he trotted out next to her. The hallway glistened, the marble floor reflecting the ornate fixtures mounted on the walls and ceiling. When they reached the lobby, he was not there. His one true love. They were like Romeo and Juliet, but seeing as they were both dudes, it was like Romeo and Julian, or in this case, Benjamin and the doorman. The first time they had met, Benjamin had been just a little puppy without a care in the world. The doorman had approached with a look of childlike glee, reaching for him, and Benjamin had presented his belly. He wanted to be touched there so badly. He had seen the doorman's hand coming to its target and he had rolled his eyes back in his head as he waited for the extreme pleasure he knew was coming, but it never came. Before he could feel the love he thought he was due, he had been violently yanked to his feet by the harness around his shoulders as the owner scolded the doorman and told him to never even think about touching her child again. From that day forward, the doorman's hand became the Capulet to his Montague, and to make matters worse, the doorman always kept his distance. He would still open the door to the outside world for the owner and Benjamin, but he always kept his eyes to the ceiling. There was, however, a moment, a very small moment that Benjamin lived for when he went outside. It was the moment that the owner and Benjamin crossed the threshold of the doorway and turned to walk down the street. The doorman would always follow them outside to make sure there were no vagrants or vagabonds who might try something, and Benjamin would turn his head and exchange a look of longing with the doorman who would return a sweet smile and a wink without the owner ever knowing. Today, however, the doorman was not there, and, owner be damned, Benjamin gave in to temptation and looked around the lobby for his five-fingered darling, but he was nowhere to be seen. "'Where is he? This is unacceptable,' the owner said to the empty lobby. "'There will be repercussions for that fool.' The owner pushed the large door open, and Benjamin and her slipped through the opening. They walked out onto the sidewalk, and it was like no other morning. On weekends at 8 a.m., the streets were always quiet, but never this quiet. It was the big bad city after all, and there was always a vagrant lurking nearby or a public bus barreling past. Benjamin could sense something was amiss, but most of all, he could smell it. There was something in the air, something rotten. The owner squealed, covering her mouth and nose with her handkerchief as a wall of pungent stench hit her. She turned to go back inside, but Benjamin had other ideas. His stubby tail registered it before his brain, the wiggling making his hind legs skip. It was his darling hand, lying on the ground behind the hedgerow that ran along the front of the building. The doorman sat slumped on the ground, his back against the wall with his hand palm up, "'begging for a soft belly to fill it. "'The smell and sight of the upturned palm "'was driving Benjamin insane with lust, "'and he flexed his tiny muscles and sprang sideways "'and scurried under the small hedgerow. "'The leash stretched as it had never done before, "'but only for a second as the surprised owner "'lost hold of the calf leather loop at its end. "'Benjamin!' the owner scolded "'as she reached for the flapping leash. "'He squeezed out the other side of the hedge with ease, and he bounded over to the doorman. Years of training and deportment were forgotten in an instant. The doorman smelled like an aged cheese dipped in a pool of blood. The rich bouquet of smells burned like a hot iron into Benjamin's brain, and the closer he got, the more it took over his mind. Benjamin licked the palm of the doorman's hand. It was cold and hard as stone, but that didn't stop him from plopping his belly down on his long-lost darling. It was amazing like two lovers torn apart for years and finally reuniting, sealing their reconnection with a kiss. But it was a one-way kiss. Benjamin was doing all the work, but he didn't care. He had longed for this moment. Benjamin Van Holstrom, the owner said sharply, you leave that disgusting man alone. She always called him by his full name when she wanted his attention, but mostly to shame him, and like always, it had worked. Benjamin snapped back to reality, stopping his squirming and looking back to the owner, guilt written across his face. Oh dear, the owner said, looking over the hedge. She could see the doorman clearly now. He was covered in blood. His left leg was torn to shreds and his intestines were spilling onto his lap. The owner bent down slowly to retrieve the loop at the end of the leash, and Benjamin stayed frozen, looking at her. He was in trouble and he knew it. There was only one thing to do. His tail telegraphed his intentions before his body, and before he knew it he began squirming again. He rubbed and he rolled on the hand, getting every last second of joy he had waited years for. "'You little bastard!' the owner screamed when she saw Benjamin going to town. The owner yanked with pure violent rage, but Benjamin didn't move. He was expecting to fly through the air, but instead he felt his abdomen constrict and his head almost get ripped from his body. He yelped, the doorman's hand crushing him. Benjamin, my dear, I'm so sorry, the owner squealed as she reached for Benjamin, who was wriggling, trying to get free of the doorman's hand. You let him go, you vile man. Benjamin was finding it hard to breathe. He was being crushed by the love of his life and his animal instincts kicked in and he bit the doorman on his lower arm through his jacket. The doorman lurched forward, releasing Benjamin but latching onto the owner, dragging her down to the ground. Don't touch me, how dare you? The owner screamed as he rolled on top of her. Help! No amount of barking could stop the doorman from sinking his teeth into the owner, and part of Benjamin was happy that the doorman was getting revenge on the woman who had stopped him from petting his fine belly, but on the other paw the owner had treats. The doorman swiped at him and his yapping, but Benjamin ducked and barked even louder. He had to protect the owner. It was his duty, no matter how blissful the time he had spent with his darling hand. The next thing Benjamin knew, he was flying through the air and into the hedge. He had never been struck before. He had been tapped on the nose or had his nose rubbed in a urine-soaked rug, but never struck. This was very new to him. He liked being petted. He liked being stroked. But being struck was not for him. It was time to find a new owner, one that wouldn't let him be struck, one that would give him treats and belly rubs. His leash flapped behind him as he scampered down the street. He ignored the howls of his previous owner as the doorman devoured her. He had a new life now.